0: Hello, good evening from the far left coast of California. This is Daniel here, and and I'm going to stay on the same theme I've been working on so far all month. It's digital distractions. And it's very important. Um, It's like a can of worms I opened up when I started doing my homework on this because I've discovered much more, many more things that have happened because of our, our cell phones. I'll place the blame on the phone, but it's also our blame. So if you're finding yourself distracted, depressed, or disconnected from reality or society, well, you're not alone. Millions of people are right there with you. We can get out of it. Now, if you're wondering why on earth am I so concerned about this, is well as you know, my vision is to see our children protected from the emergencies and disasters that are coming into their life. My mission is to prepare the family so the family can protect themselves. Now, one of the issues I've been discovering when I have these conversations with a lot of parents is, I just don't have the time. I can't do this, I don't have the time. And I say, well, why? And here's one thing I've noticed. They've always got this in their hand. Well, not always, but more often than not, this is in their hand. And when they tell me they don't have the time, they're looking at their phone. waiting for their phone to tell them what to do, I assume, I don't know. But I'm probably right. They're waiting on their phone to tell them what to do. So, we're being digitally distracted. This digital distraction is causing depression and disconnection from reality. So, there's some dangers in this, some serious dangers. And it's been proven for a long time that that dopamine hit we get from whatever it is we get on this thing here, it goes away. That's right. It's like any drug. It goes away pretty soon. You get, you come down off of it. And I know for me myself, and this is what started me on doing this homework. So I recognized that I had just wasted so much time for absolutely friggin' nothing. Boom. Nothing. Why am I doing this? That started me on my search to 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 find some information on the whole product or the whole project here So social media is everywhere. It's in every part of our life We can't really get away from it now unless something really drastic and radical happens and that would be real bad in some ways Okay, so I'm not wishing social media to go away for anybody But what I am hoping for everybody is that we learn how to come grips with it and learn how to manage that social media in our lives so it's not always hanging over our head and not always causing problems for us. And we can do that. If, if we are positive and careful in the way we use social media, it won't depress us, it won't make us distracted, it won't keep us disconnected from reality, and we will be able to live a productive life and use the tool that we have for positive, beneficial things. And I think that's why it first came out. I I don't think that when the cell phone was invented or the smartphone was invented, the idea was to subjugate society. I don't really think that's where that started from, even though that's where it's going. So, So how do we break the cycle of addiction of social media? Well, one way to do that is like limit our screen time. That's right. If you remember last month, my whole deal was on scheduling and planning. So when I say limit our screen time, I mean, swiping time, playing with your phone, playing games, going through your phone to distract yourself, limit that time. And you can do that. If you were here for last month's class, which was the uh, scheduling and productivity or, or project planning class, then you understand that you can time and schedule things in your life. That means you can schedule when you're going to play with your phone, right in there, is pick an hour, pick two hours, whatever, I'd say an hour or less, because you don't want to be on it too long. So one thing to keep in mind when you find yourself on the phone and you're swiping right and swiping left and swiping up and swiping down, at some point in time, I'm sure in the back of your brain, you're going to be saying, what am I doing here? What is? What am I getting out of this? Oh, nothing, you're not getting anything except that new dopamine hit. That's right, you're getting a new dopamine hit. What's next, what's up? Ooh, what am I getting? Oh, all right, ooh, that was cool for 13 seconds. Boom, next, oh, that was too long, eight seconds, next. So, find a way to get off of it. There's a lot of apps out there about applications you can actually look at, I know, to put it on your phone to help you stay off your phone longer. <laughs> I know, but it's smart. Somebody came up with an app to do it, I love it. So so what's more important than our phone? Well, face-to-face interaction. Now, some people can say on the Zoom call here, we're face-to-face, and in a way, we are, except I'm actually talking to this little round thing right here, and I don't see your face. But I'm imagining a lot of wonderful, beautiful people looking at this video right now that I'm conversing with and wanting to share information with you. So I got that. I got a whole audience out here. You can see them sitting up there. It's like pretty cool. Yes, it's called imagination. I'm using it and that's okay. So let's get some face-to-face stuff going on. You know, we we have our family, we have our our employees, we have relatives, we have friends or next door neighbors. How much face-to-face time are we actually spending with them as opposed to chat time? And I I get friended a lot on Facebook, and they just wonder why I'm not chatting with them. I try to say, it's a friggin' waste of my time. Now, I'm not wanting to be rude, but it is. To sit here and have to have a whole chat conversation forever long is time sink. It's a big time sink. I don't care what anybody says. I don't know, there might be something productive that can come out of it, but I really haven't seen any yet. Now, I don't mind having little chats with loved ones and families because we actually know each other and we're usually talking about something that we know about and they're usually in short snippets we've got the question we've got the answer we're out of here we don't need to hang on poking those buttons anymore so get that face-to-face communication with the people you love the people you care for and you know i remember in this whole um, digital distraction thing isn't new I'm thinking back, when I was writing this article, I was thinking back, oh my God, Daniel, you know, 20 plus years ago, they had cell phones. And I remember my daughter, the oldest daughter, asked me if her friends could come over. Yeah, sure, I'll come over. And it was her and five friends, or six of them, I remember, because I counted them. And they're all sitting in the front room and they're not saying a word. And that's what made me come out of the kitchen. I was fixing dinner for everybody here because I didn't hear anything. It was too quiet. I didn't know if they were still there. So I come out into the kitchen and I'm, what are they doing? Each and every one of them, they're sitting right next to each other, elbow to elbow, and they're not one of them is looking at one of their friends that they came with. Not one of them is talking with the people they came with. They're texting on their phones. And I asked my daughter, I says, hey sweetheart, are you all texting each other here? She says, no. And I says, well, why are you here? Didn't you come here to chat with each other? What are you doing on your phones? I guess that was a reality check because moments or two later they all got off their phones and they actually started interacting with each other. Boom, what a deal. I know, I love it. So there's a few things we can do about staying in the moment and enjoying our life offline. So this is very important for your self-worth because as you know, and I'm sure you've heard the studies about, we all wanna compare ourselves to that guy who has the Ferrari, that girl who has the mansion, that person who has the Gucci belt, that girl who's got the most lovely skin and beautiful makeup. It's not real, okay? So trying to compare ourselves to someone else sets ourselves up for failure. So you're a unique person. You have something that no one else has in this world. Embrace it, bring it out, let people compare themselves to you. And then when they do that, tell them to stop doing it and tell them to go be their own person. So there's a few things we can do to, that'll help us. I'm going to give you four things here. Unplug. That's right. Unplug, go outside, take a walk, reconnect with nature. That's right. Depending on what time of the year is, of course, you know, I know it's winter right now in a lot of parts of the country and it's sort of rather cold, but in other parts it's not. And even if it's cold outside, go outside and smell the cold, crisp air. As long as it's not too cold to freeze your lungs and you don't wanna do that, okay? Self warning here. But if you can do it, take your shoes off, put your fingers, your fingers, your toes in the sand, in the grass, feel the tree and watch the birds fly by, become part of nature, because that's where we came from. We did not come from this. This is not what invented us, okay? And this is not what's gonna make us successful. So that's one thing unplug ourselves Two, take time for some self-care that's right care for yourself eat good food exercise get some fresh air take walks read a book <laughs> i know not necessarily a kindle but a real book it's got paper you have to trim the pages read a book there's a lot of different ways to take care of ourselves you know take a hot bath a shower get a massage um Go to a yoga class. There's dozens of ways to do these things. Go to a painting class, a cooking school, whatever. Take care of yourself and find something unique and interesting that you want to do. I know there's something that you want to do. Number three, find a passion. I know you're passionate about something. Now, that's one of the things I ask people all the time, all the time. Say, hey, how you doing? Don't even know you. Tell me, what's new and exciting in your life? They will look at me like I've got antlers growing out of my head. I said, I don't know, what are you talking about? I said, well, I just asked you, what's new and exciting in your life? Once you answer that question, those of you watching this, write that down there. Tell me, what is new and exciting in your life? I want to embrace it with you. I want to share it, or share it with us so we can be happy for you. We can see, maybe we can support you with it. it. Might be something fun and engaging, and heck, who knows where it can go if you put it out there? That's right. So. Find your passion, it could be a hobby, it could be painting, something that brings joy, motivates you. And then finally, or number four, if if you're having a real tough time, ask for help. I mean, not 100% of the world is stuck on their phone all the time. I know most of us are for some time, so it's a large population base of people that are. See them all the time, I know you do. You go to any major metropolitan city and you just sit and count and watch the people watch by and you can count and see how many people are like this and that's a big number. I know I've done it before. I remember I used to ride my bike a lot and I'd see people walking toward me and they'd be like this. They're oblivious, don't even see me. I'd try to move out of the way and it seemed like they were just like magnetized to me right in front of my bicycle. I'm just like, come on, move guy. So I got this big air horn and zap them, and they'd get all upset at me because they're not paying attention. How dare I do that to them? Yeah, well, at least I didn't get them. And one last thing I'm gonna throw out there is hope. There is hope for everybody. We all have hope. And what's hope mean? Help another person every day. That's right, you. Go find someone else you can help that'll get you back in the world, that'll get you back engaged, it'll get you back in nature, it'll give you the opportunity to share your wonderful whatever you have with the world. Hope. help another person every day. So, in closing, and I'm gonna get out of your hair here, I'm gonna give you a call to action, of course. You know, I got the upcoming digital distraction workshop. It's a free, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depends on the questions and answers. We'll just discuss your digital distractions and how we can work on them. If you, if you if you stayed this far and listening to me, uh, thank you. Give me a like, give me a share, and comment, please. I want the comments. You know how the Facebook algorithm thing works? The more likes, shares, and comments, the more people get to see it. I'm trying to get the word out. I want to help people. What do I want to help them do? I want to help them prepare for emergencies and disasters. How do I do that? By training them. And what's part of that training is to get them off their phone so they have time to do the right things. I love you all. Take care. see Daniel next time. Stay informed and stay safe.